Imitators, episode 239 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Um, one second. Yeah, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wing it. I'm, I'm like, uh, I've got the... Fucking Lyme disease. It's like it's like I have a little bit of dry throat so from smoking, but also I can't digest at a regular pace and. Oh yeah, I need to see this story. What the fuck? Judge orders defendant's mouth taped shut. That's so fucked up. Putting tape on someone's mouth. In court? The fuck? And now there's a story about someone who got crowned Miss Phelan, which is a city in like, um, Southeast California. <laughs> oh no. Controversy over her tattoos. Alright. The main story I was interested in was the judge putting, or the judge ordering bailiffs to put tape on this guy's mouth in court. What the fuck? It's like he was saying stuff while he was getting sentenced and the, the judge was like put tape on his mouth. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fucking fuck? <clears throat> he wasn't yelling. He was just talking. His crimes were armed robbery, and I don't remember if there was anything else. Which, okay. It's bad. Armed robbery. Fucking don't rob people. But also, putting putting tape over someone's mouth? It's fucked up. Tina Patel, good work. She was in some parking lot at night, though. I don't even know what the parking lot was. Young Mountain Lane in the Palisades. Alright. Um. <coughs> so I'm gonna make myself a sandwich. 
And I'm gonna eat it. Because that's what I do with a sandwich after I eat it. I mean, make it. Shit. I fucked up. Fucked up big time. Not really. What? New self-driving cars. Phantom Auto. Holy shit. That is crazy. A new automated self-driving car that has <coughs> people who are hired as like emergency takeover drivers. If, I don't know, if the automated car doesn't know what to hit, a person or an animal. That's so crazy still. like one of the least important parts of the news probably but just uh, in certain areas because I mean right now it's just like it's hot it's gonna be hot again <laughs> it's cool right now it's gonna be hot again tomorrow alright or like it's mild. It's gonna be mild again. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly this is the sandwich I'm making. Ooh. Yeah. So I was um, I was tweeting earlier, and I. I have a laptop that still has a CD drive and a DVD drive. I mean, same drive, but it can it can make um, CDs and DVDs. And so I'm. I didn't tweet it out because it just wasn't. I mean, it's not it's not that funny. It's just like I'll be Netflix. I'll be Netflix if the internet ever quote unquote goes down, gets shut down. This commercial for the Western Bacon Cheeseburger with, um, fucking, um, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, if, if I ever made a commercial for a fast food place, in my contract, it would be, I get to eat there for free unlimited until I'm not the spokesperson anymore or just forever they probably wouldn't accept forever but during the terms of the contract if I'm if I'm the voice if I'm the face of anything I better get that shit for free <laughs> Mountain Dew 7-Eleven 
I'm talking to you. And rallies. I would I would do I would be sponsored for rallies. I'd be like, you gotta eat, motherfuckers. Eat. Go to rallies. Get some fries. Commercials are so bad. Spectrum. Is it Tia and Tamara? Tia or Tamara? Bleh. Go home, Roger. That's crazy. Was Roger always trying to hook up with both of them? Or one at a time like I I can't remember I just remember that he was always over there and he would like hit on them collectively and then they'd be like go home Roger and then he'd leave <laughs> sister sister never knew how much I missed her it's cause you didn't miss her you didn't know that you weren't missing her because you didn't know that you were a twin. But then when you got adopted... Oh wait, what was the story? The mom and the dad, the adoptive mom and the adoptive dad got married or started hooking up. It was a pretty solid show. Sister, sister. In Colorado, a bear got in an unlocked SUV, got trapped inside, and then trashed it. I just recited what they said. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. How did the bear get in the car in the first place? What the fuck? Alright. They're talking about sports now. I'm like, okay, I'll get back to the podcast. I could... I can just keep watching it passively. Because <clears throat> I'm waiting for Colbert. And then Corden. Rocks from overpass? Oh no! Look like people are throwing rocks over the overpass. You know how to fuck with drivers, I guess? This jelly I have is really good. It's blackberry, and it's from the dollar store. And. yeah. Super good. Oh, another thing I'm going to put on this sandwich is um, miniature marshmallows. And then I'm going to get a lighter and roast them. So peanut butter and jelly and marshmallows. It's pretty great. I've made it for myself like... 
um, five or six times now. Easily. And yeah, you know, just if you like making food, make food no matter what. No matter what the obstacle. Whether you're sleeping in the back of your car, whether you're whether you live at a place and you have a fridge and like a pantry. Fuck this fucking dumbass commercial. I'm glad I don't have my headphones on for commercials because fuck that shit. If I don't have to watch commercials, I won't. I won't. What is this? Sit and sleep. Oh. There's a couple and they're laying there in bed. And then this guy who I guess owns sit and sleep. He pops out of the covers and he's like, don't blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, it's you. Instead of, what the fuck are you doing in our bed? In our marital bed where we fuck every night. And you're just right in between us? Did you sneak in here? Did you break into our house and wait for us to go to bed and stay and wait and, and wait for us to fucking get in our pajamas did you watch us change our clothes did you watch us fuck earlier like why are you in our bed but instead they're like oh it's you how great <clears throat> fucking stupid ass commercial sit and sleep fuck that commercial Ooh, also fuck the morongo commercials every time i hear one and it gets all the way through all the all of the words that are said, all of the voiceover. I feel like a little deader inside every time I hear a Morongo commercial. I'm like, fucking fuck this stupid ass commercial, you fucking stupid ass people with your um, horrible knowledge of of the English language or of just like the way grammar is supposed to be used. Just on a rudimentary level, those commercials are so broad that it doesn't focus on anything. It's just like, think about you. Think about fun. Think good times. Best times. Fun times. Your time. Like, that's all it is. That's all the commercials are for fucking stupid... Morongo Casino, and I'm like, anyone who is intrigued by those commercials is a fucking idiot, and deserves to be thrown off of a bridge, like, onto a bed of marshmallows, but still, it's gonna be scary on the way down, and, like, Morongo, fucking fix your commercials, because they're stupid as shit. Casino, imagine, time, your time, fun time. Think about you. Like, fuck you, Morongo Casino. Stupidest commercial in the entire fucking world. Well, it's up there. Uh, Title Max is another stupid fucking commercial that I fucking hate so much. Every time the Title Max commercial comes on, I throw my headphones off because the guy, the main guy, is like, Hey! <laughs> He's like shouting at the camera. 
I'm like, oh, you're too intense for any television or entertainment medium. Like, the guy who is the main spokesperson on Title Max commercials should never do any sort of media things ever again. It's it it was it was almost like it was almost like for the commercial they went, Hey, do you do cocaine? And then the guy's like I mean no we don't but why why do you why do you ask? And then Title Max was like would you be interested in doing cocaine? And then the guy's like, um, I don't know. This is getting a little weird. Uh, what, what, uh, what, what? What are we doing here? What is, what is this leading towards? And then the Title Max people who hired this guy for the commercial are like, if you do coke and then do, um, our commercial on coke, We'll pay you double what we said we were going to pay you. And, I don't know, for a commercial like that, with that much dialogue, I bet that guy got anywhere from five to $10,000 to do that commercial. Title Max. Maybe more. Because places like Title Max um, feed on people's poverty... And if they're doing that, they're probably making a lot of money because credit is a system that just keeps making money because poor people keep going, yeah, I'll, I'll take a risk. I'll take out some credit. I've done it. So many fucking people have done it. These milk commercials are so weird. Milk, because being a kid is tough. Got milk. And it's these kids drinking milk at a bar. <clears throat> um, yeah. Kind of funny commercial. Oh, Lisa Loeb liked my tweet. <laughs> You say I only hear what I want to I don't listen hard Don't pay attention to the distance that you're running To anyone, anywhere Don't understand if you really care I'm only hearing negative No, 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 no Uh-oh Turn the radio on, turn the radio up. And this girl is, and this woman is singing my song. Lover's in love and the other ran away. Lover is crying cause the other won't stay. You say, stay. I'm sorry, that I'm sorry that's the only Lisa Loeb song I know, but... I'm happy to know it, cause... Oh, fuck. Fucking ant. Bleh. 
I'm still making the sandwich. <laughs> Blizzard. Girls who code. Alright. Dope. Shit. I should have kept my receipt for this lighter. <laughs> if it if it just craps out, I'm gonna be really pissed. I didn't say that. In these marshmallows, you don't even know. Peanut butter jelly and roasted mini marshmallows. Oh, Paul Manafort. Oh, yeah, Python jacket. The fuck? Give me that Python coat. What the fuck? Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually pause this and I'll come back. So I've decided to come back and record the <laughs> the rest of this episode in the um, commercial breaks from Colbert. If this fucking loads. I'm also eating this sandwich still. It's really good. Movies coming out. Let's talk about that. So, New Mission Impossible came out. It looks cool. Like, that's how I felt about most of the Mission Impossibles. You see them, and you go, oh, that was cool. And like, there's a couple things where you go, whoa. But mostly it's like, oh, that was cool. 
and you can kind of follow the where where it's going and and you start to think like who's the bad guy who's the bad guy but sometimes you know from the beginning also you heard that beep right check it out computer computer off I just turned the lights off with my voice computer on back on alright the show's back on too so I'm gonna pause it I'll be back boost mobile commercial where parents are like we are we ran out of data on our road trip and then they're like hey do you want to switch and they're like <laughs> if it'll give us free data and then they're like okay switch for the family but then the thing that the commercial does is that either there's a gigantic novelty switch on the table and then they like push the button as if doing that switches their phones and just gives them immediate phones and then everything just automatically happens or the employees hand over a slightly smaller, still giant novelty-sized switch, and um, it's it's just it's a ridiculous part of the 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 the, the thing that works is they're like it, they're making it funny and they're like this commercial should be funny could be funny let's make it funny and then it's kind of funny. But then, um, they hand over, they do the fucking stupid gigantic switch thing, where, <laughs> like, if you're gonna go with a gigantic switch, make them flip the switch, but then make phones magically appear in everyone's hand or something. Something fucking simple like that to make it so you're not just going, why did they just push that switch is that a light switch? Is it supposed to be a light switch? It kind of looks like a horizontal light switch. Boost Mobile, let's talk. Because your commercials are, like, almost there. <laughs> but that whole, like, it's time to switch. And then they, like, flip the literal gigantic switch. It's stupid as fuck. It's so stupid. Stop that part of your commercials. But everything else, it's fine. Um, here's another one. Energizer bunny. Energizer batteries. Your bunny has become sentient. Which, your bunny is not even an energizer bunny. It's a bunny that runs on an energizer battery. Which is fine, but it doesn't intrinsically make the bunny an energizer bunny. So yeah, the energizer bunny. Energizer batteries... Fix your fucking commercials saying that the Energizer is the longest lasting double A battery and the bunny goes up and wipes it off and writes bunny backwards because it's a reflective or reflective. He writes it backwards or the bunny writes it backwards because it's on glass. So we see bunny in forwards uh in forwards uh, version 
It's fucking stupid. It's one of those. It's another fucking stupid commercial. Um, Nissan. I. <sighs> Nissan. You have a commercial that says. And oh fuck! I love this commercial. This is a progressive commercial where they make fun of a Chevy commercial. All of the Chevy commercials where they go, J.D. Power and Associates, um, did you know that these are good cars? There's this car. There's this car. There's this car. The guy who is the spokesperson for that is so low energy and so uninteresting, so uncaptivating a person. And then he's like, all these cars won these awards. Isn't that great? And then everyone goes, wow, whoa. And it's, um, it also says real people, not actors, at the beginning of every one of those Chevy commercials. Fucking stupid. Chevy, get your fucking shit together. Real people, not actors, is fucking bullshit. Don't fucking put that at the bottom of your commercials. Because it's always actors. It's always actors. Oh, also, there's this show coming out or it's just about out and it's called god friended me and it looks so fucking stupid um (laughs) it looks so fucking stupid and it's basically um reliant on facebook because friending someone or getting friended is specific to facebook and then so then it's gonna be like oh man i'm getting all these facebook requests I gotta save all these people because it's early, it's early edition with a god um, aspect where uh, quote unquote God is messaging him and like sending him friend requests for other people like the friend suggestion thing where you know how Facebook will go hey here's a suggestion do you know this person and then sometimes you go Huh. Well, I don't, but I know a lot of people who know that person, and like we we do the same stuff, like we're in the same type of uh, field, and you know they they're pretty funny. I've seen them on Twitter sometimes. Boom, add friend. Sometimes it works, and you're like, cool, more friends from doing the same thing that I want to do. And um, but this fucking show, God friended me, is quote unquote God is is sending him all these messages going hey you should friend this person hey you should friend this person and then he ends up like saving each person I think somehow oh man it looks so bad like the concept alone the acting actually looks pretty solid (laughs) which is a lot to say for a preview done by CBS because they usually fuck up in their previews for their new shows coming out um so god friended me the acting looks great and and like the writing is probably fine but the concept is fucking stupid what if god sent you a friend request on facebook i i think it was a fucking (laughs) i think i think it was junk and just fucking decline it Because God was made up a long time ago to control people. And everyone, like, it, it, it stuck. It's basically like, oh, fuck.
It'd be like if someone thousands of years ago was was like, well, there was this boy who lived. <laughs> and I know me making that reference, and I don't like really give a shit about Harry Potter, but it's a good equivalent reference because people look to um, those properties and those things as religion. And I bet you when the Old Testament came out, quote unquote, it was just a bunch of books and writings that people had written. And so when it's like, uh, oh, yeah, well, God sent plagues. It's like, I don't know, it was just fucking dirty and they didn't they didn't account for shit. And God was invented to just create some form of control. It's so weird. So that was the Old Testament. And then New Testament came around. And then it was like, let's fucking make a superhero. And there were these 12 guys that always hung out together. And if all 12 of them wrote about the same guy, no one will be able to deny it. Um, so that's my new that's my new thought on the like the system of belief that has been I mean so deeply entrenched into our society that it's on our money and that there's now a religious liberty task force quote unquote hold on show's back <laughs> I'll be back. So yeah, this Nissan commercial. <laughs> um, the new Nissan Leaf isn't a car. Because we don't make just cars. We make technology that moves you. And um, it's bullshit. Because no matter how great the technology is in your car, it's still a car. We make technology that moves you. Oh, so it's a new definition. So four wheels and um, and an, and a motor that makes the car that makes the tires go and and then it has seat belts and a and maybe a radio and a trunk. You're telling me that's not a car? That's technology that moves me. Fucking stupid. Don't don't underestimate. Sometimes the sometimes the voice activated light just hears something and he thinks I said computer because that's when it actually reacts but then I don't know sometimes I'm speaking in a word or a couple words I say sound like computer oh it didn't go it's because, uh, ugh. another weird reality about Lyme disease is, um, I talk softer unless I physically think about, um, pushing more volume out. Because, <clears throat> as far as autonomic functions go that don't really work as well anymore, um, 
swallowing is difficult, digestion is difficult, and speaking in... <clears throat> well, really just modulating the volume of my voice has been <clears throat> difficult. Not since I got the Lyme, but uh, a while into it. It's because all of your muscles just fuck up. Let's stick around for James Corden. Good night. I think it's a repeat. We'll find out from the, uh, Headlines. It'll be alright. It's a late, late show. All the way from Quebec, Canada. Hmm. This might be a repeat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to pause it and I'll come back at the break or if it's a repeat. And then I'll keep recording the episode. It was a repeat. I remembered one of the jokes. Uh, cool. Well, I mean, I, I thought, I thought when I started watching Late Late Show, it was um, Monday through Friday, but maybe it's just Monday through Thursday. Maybe it got... Um, less of an order I don't even know I don't know how that would work late shows and shows that are on every day have so many episodes it's hard to keep track of every episode and um, a trick they use like if there's no or this this used to happen actually so Colbert at the end of his show would say Stay tuned for Late Late Show with James Corden, his guests, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, sweet. And then sometimes he would say it and it wouldn't match up. And so now he just says, stay tuned for the Late Late Show with James Corden. Or stay tuned for James Corden coming up next. Just something simple that lets you roll into the next show. But then when you're watching it, the headlines can be old. Uh, and, I mean, again, usually this just happens on Fridays. Because today's Thursday, technically. I mean, technically, technically, it's Friday because it's 12.43 a.m. But, you know, it's like not really, not really the next day until you, until you wake up or... If you just, like, stay up till the sun rises, maybe that's the other rule. <laughs> because you don't leave a a grocery store at, like, 12.30 or 1 a.m. and then say, have a nice morning. Or you don't enter and say, good morning, because it's the a.m. But morning starts when the sun rises that's my that's my personal opinion 
<laughs> because then, like, otherwise, otherwise nighttime only has, like, a few hours, and then what? Immediately at 12 a.m., it's morning. Good morning. Nobody, nobody acknowledges it like that. <laughs> So that sandwich I made was really good. That's what I'm burping up. I mean, not up, but that's what I'm burping. up that loogie oh yeah with my md doogie oh yeah doogie hauser md oh yeah now my glass is empty oh yeah oh yeah just making it up, you know? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? You ever make stuff up just for fun? It's fun. It's fun to make things up. It's fun to fun to fill your cup. It's fun to tell people what's up. I know I just rhymed up with up. But that's okay. You didn't know I'd rhyme up with up anyway. <laughs> also, it doesn't rhyme. You ever think about homonyms? Those are fun. Where it sounds the same, but it's different words. Like red and red. Right and right. Your, your, and your, of course. And your. There's a fourth your. Y-O-R-E. So it should be your, 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 and your. You know how people say your, your, and your? Or there, there, and there. There are only three theirs, but there are four yours. <laughs> three theirs, four yours, two rights. <coughs> Doors, um, pores, P O R E and P O U R. Two pores. Oh, I could write a song about homonyms. P-O-O-R. Three pores. Holy shit. There's a fuck ton of homonyms out there. Be careful out there. Because the homonyms will get you. They'll get you. And then if you spell it wrong, then people will go, Hey, 
you spelled that thing wrong. And you go, ha ha, I know, shit. And then you correct it. A thing that used to be popular, I don't know how much people do it still, probably a bunch, but uh, on Twitter, if you tweet something and then misspell something and then you go see it or someone corrects you, then people would delete it and then post it with correct spelling. And I've just embraced it that sometimes I'll... It's, it's less of a misspelling and it's more of a autocorrect typo that just happens because I'll be typing it fast and then I'm like, send. But then sometimes I'll type ha e, ha space e, and that's usually me trying to type have, and then for the v, my thumb slips down just a little bit too much and hits the space bar, and then e, and I'm like, ha e, shit. Um, keep a journal, um, cut your own hair if you want to, um, drink Mountain Dew, go to 7-Eleven, get their quarter pound big bite, usually quarter pound big bite and big gulp, $2.43, it's a pretty good deal. That's a meal. That's a, that's a, it's lunch, that's lunch. Dinner, I mean, it's also been dinner, and I've had, I've gone to 7-Eleven and gotten a quarter pound big gulp, quarter pound big bite and a big gulp twice in one day. And it wasn't even like, and that's only happened a few times, and it has happened, um, consecutive days in a row where I'm like big gulp big bite it's cheap as fuck I'm broke as fuck it's all I can really afford right now and it's easy I can just eat it in my car while I smoke and chill out and fucking reach out on twitter and the internet everywhere and just being like yo I'm still here car chat what's up this is car chat <sighs> so thank you 7-eleven for keeping like pretty low prices and I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever gotten food poisoning from 7-eleven but there have been some hot dogs that I've eaten where you just go you know what I really wish they didn't pass me this hot dog because it looks like shit and it's shriveled and it's like just it looks like it it looks like one of those plump hot dogs just deflated and like leather and you're like oh cool i'm biting into this leather meat stick now fuck fuck this fucking shit and then it's just it you can tell that it's just been on the rollers for way too long and a too high a temperature but then there's sometimes where you're like oh this hot dog's ready and then you eat it and you're like every bite was great Thank you, 7-Eleven. Let me tell you what I put on my hot dog. So, I used to go K 
ketchup, mustard, mayo, relish every time. And that was it. That was like stock. Like, I've got my, I've got my condiments. This is what I like on my hot dogs. This is what I get every time. And if you've had a beard or have a beard, you know that biting down onto relish is like grosser than almost any other condiment um because at least with ketchup and mustard you can just kind of wipe it off real quick and then maybe like throughout the day if your tongue hits your mustache then you get you're like oh shit there's a little bit of mustard flavor left whoops damn it fuck but if it's relish relish is like gooey you know it's got that weird shit that it sits in while it's in the jar and I I mean that was part of the decision to stop going with relish but another part of it was just like I'm gonna fucking mix it up a little bit and so I would go ketchup mustard mayo relish and like some tapatio uh on the sides of the bun on either side half of the tapatio packet boom boom and then i'd be like oh it's a little spicy and then one day i was like well maybe i won't do relish but i'll still do tapatio and some jalapenos oh that's good oh and then i went you know what fuck the tapatio because not every 7-eleven has it and also i just i was like i'm gonna experiment They've got condiments. They've got questions. I've got answers. And so... (coughs) So the one I've landed on is... Mayo. So I'll grab the hot dog out of the bun and then just put mayo on the bun and then hot dog back in the bun. And then ketchup on one side, mustard on the other side. No wait, not even ketchup. I don't. I haven't put ketchup on a hot dog in a long time. So, uh, and mustard doesn't go on the side. It goes on the, the hot dog itself. So if I if I if I can and if they have it, I'm like spicy brown mustard on a hot dog. Fuck yeah, hook it up. So then I put that on there, and then I go to the diced onions, and I'm like, diced onions, what's up? What's going on? And the diced onions are like, nothing, just chilling. And I'm like, so do you want to be on this hot dog or what? And the onions are like, yay! So then I pick up some onions, and then I put jalapenos over the bed of onions on the hot dog and the mustard. And then my mouth is watering because I started describing this. I'm like, fuck, this sounds good. I want this right now. Um, (laughs) On the bed of onions, sliced jalapenos. And then on the jalapenos and the onions and the mustard and the hot dog and the mayo that's under the hot dog. Then on top of all of it, I put um, some chili and some cheese from the little dispenser where it's like you can fill up your Fritos thing with chili and cheese and just fucking hook it up or you can use this on your hot dog or your burger or whatever you get 
at 7-Eleven. It's just like, it's a convenience mart that has lasted through the ages and done so well, I think, because they're like, well, we'll just do deals sometimes. Now they've got their app, and I was giving them free ideas online about their app, because it used to just be, okay, every seventh drink is free, you're welcome, and that's fine, but it's not enough to keep people coming back every time, so I tweeted out, I was like, your app is great, and this is exactly something that I've been looking for, because I, I was getting two, sometimes three big gulps a day, um, because sleeping in my car and reaching out, but also not really having any place to go, and then being dehydrated and being okay with being dehydrated. Because <laughs> uh, <coughs> it meant I didn't have to drink water. Um, so then I was like, why don't you have rewards? Some sort of some sort of point system maybe where you can save up and like get get a free something get free I think I just said rewards and then um whoever at 7-Eleven saw that was like oh fuck this is a great idea um so then now you scan your shit and you buy your shit and then you get points and then 800 points is a free big gulp so you're like oh okay cool what if I just save these points up for a little bit? So now I have 17,000 points on my uh, 7-Eleven app, which gives me further realization that I don't have any money right now, and I was thinking about maybe going to get something to eat, and I'm like, fuck, I can't afford fucking bullshit. Fucking damn it. Fuck. But if I went to a 7-Eleven... I could eat for free because I got so many points with me. Got my app. Got my apps. Got my dessert. Got my... Um, so yeah, maybe I'll do that after I record this and then post it. Um, but... So there's this podcast called Pen Pals Pod. Pen Pals Pod. I think it's just Pen Pals Pod. <coughs> but Pen Pals, it's a podcast with Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. And it's really funny and it's awesome because they just take questions from listeners and in email or twitter dm form or physical letter form and i haven't written them a physical letter yet but i think i'm going to because it's a really great oh man it's just a really cool podcast where they're like listen <laughs> they're they're basically like listen the premise is Listen, we have careers, and we get jobs, and we, like, do things that are interesting, and we have other podcasts that are funny and whatever we want them to be, and then this podcast is your podcast. So you write in, and we talk about it. And so they're engaging with their listeners in this really personal way, and sometimes, <laughs> like, uh, the last episode 
was they only got to two two letters from fans and they they have like lots and lots and lots of letters already and some episodes they get to three some they get to two but a lot of detail a lot of time and effort is put into answering these questions and sometimes um sometimes you'll get some goofballs around with it and you're like dope not only did they answer the question but they were funny with it too so that's just a recommendation let's do pen pals pod and if anyone out there has been a pen pal in the past like a real pen pal where you just write someone and then they write you back physical letters where you put it in the envelope you put the stamp on it you put it in the mailbox and then you wait Man, that's a crazy part of history that still exists. It's like federal post office. We're still using it. And people go, I'm going to write you a letter. And they're like, what? Why don't you just text me? Well, because this is a physical representation of how I feel about you and the thing that I'm going to tell you. Okay, um... I guess I'll get it whenever it sends out. (laughs) If you send a postcard out to someone who's in your same city, then I think it's possible they get it on the same day. If you you mail it in, like, one of those mail... public mailboxes... Like the blue one, you know? You know the one I'm talking about. Uh, Canada, do you have blue mailboxes? You don't have the same postal service. What is... Is it CPS? Canada Postal Service? Germany, I know you're listening too. What's your postal service like? And India, I saw that you're listening. Um, What's your postal service like? Like, what's it called and how well does it work? Do packages get lost? Do people get their shit stolen? Like, I, I've i had so many letters come to me in the postal service, the United States Postal Service, that have this little tiny hole in the bottom of the envelope. And it's because whoever the fuck rubbed that tiny little spot um, wanted to see if there was money inside. <laughs> I, uh, I, like, casually brought it up one time when I was in the post office, and I went, hey, so sometimes, like, my letters have just, like, a tiny little hole in the bottom of the envelope, and it's clear that, like, it was, like, rubbed, like, the envelope was rubbed somehow, and, like, I don't know what to do about it but I think someone's just like trying to steal my mail sometimes and they're like we don't steal mail (laughs) I'm like of fucking course you don't you fucking like covering for your fellow compatriots fucking bullshit we don't steal mail oh yeah you as a collective unit you are you and you you and you alone uh, speak for the entire United States Postal Service? That's great. That's great to hear. 
fucking bullshit. And, like, <laughs> it wouldn't be too much for the person to say, um, I've never stolen anything. Or even, um, uh, like, <sighs> something, something that you could say that wouldn't point anyone out specifically but that you know that something that bullshit goes on behind closed doors where basically you could say um <coughs> i've never stolen anything but i've seen some shit or <coughs> or like i've seen some shit but i'm not allowed to talk about it and and um Like, even even that would be fine. But the blanket statement of the United States Postal Service doesn't steal mail. It's like, fuck you, you fucking liar. Fucking bullshit lying to my fucking face right now. There's so many people who work for so many companies where it's just like, oh, I'm going to take a little off the top. It happens in every company. You're not going to tell me that in the entire fucking United States Postal Service that nobody steals mail. Fuck that. That's such a lie. But she she was probably thinking that I was attacking that that post office. Hey, are you guys stealing my mail? That's not what I was implying at all. All I was saying was, there's been lots of times where I will get a letter, and not just this address that I've lived in right now, many different addresses, where you get the envelope and you're like, what the fuck? What fucking maniac rubbed this fucking envelope so that a tiny little space would open up so they look inside and go, oh, there's no money, send it out. It's, 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 um, I was going to say it's insane. It's not insane to, to go through people's mail and look for money. It's just desperate and fucking stupid. And it really goes against the statement that that, that lady made for the entire fucking United States Postal Service. We don't steal mail. Fuck you. <coughs> we... We humans don't steal mail. That would be a federal offense. No fucking shit. You're not going to, like, admit to me if you yourself have ever stolen mail. It's not what I fucking said. Didn't even fucking ask. All I said was, sometimes there's a hole in my envelopes. Oh, yeah, it's the mail sorters do that. Fuck you. The mail sorting machines do that. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and also the envelopes that are rubbed in just a little spot it's never an envelope that's like this is a bill from T-Mobile or this is a reminder to pay whatever this is from this bank blah 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 never those envelopes that are rubbed raw for the tiny little part to look look in it's always an envelope that has handwritten writing on it and it looks like it's maybe from my family and so then the postal service goes 
ooh, family letter. Maybe there's cash. Maybe there's something in here that we could steal and then tape it up later. <coughs> I've had letters come back to me taped. I'm like, what the fuck is this? found out that I have some weird allergy to marshmallows. It's like, yeah, the peanut butter and jelly were fine. You just were allergic to marshmallows. And you didn't know it. Not malvaviscos! That's marshmallow in Spanish. Ah. Alright, I think I've ranted enough uh, for this episode. Um, real quick, again, go see Sorry to Bother You. Um, I want to see Black Klansman when it comes out, which turns out it's one word. I was looking it up for Showtimes, and I was like, I want to go see this movie. Oh, it's not even out yet. I think it comes out middle of August, but... It's Black K Klansman. All one word. Spike Lee joint. It looks awesome. And it's crazy how much Denzel Washington's son sounds like Denzel Washington. If you watch the commercial for the movie, with like not looking at the screen, you'll be like, Whoa, wait. Denzel's... That's Denzel's son, right? Holy shit. I love Jay Farrow's Denzel. Um, I know I said I was going to end the episode. Let's see. Sorry about all the phlegm and the spitting. Not sorry about the farting, because it feels great, and it's pretty funny sound. I mean, come on. Farting is funny. Okay. Um, thanks for listening. Um, uh, again, sorry for all the sound effects. Maybe it, maybe it livened it up for you a little bit, but listen to my music at reallygladyoucame.bandcamp.com. Um, rate and review this on whatever platform you're listening to it. Please just go, even if you're not listening to it on iTunes, if you go to iTunes and then just click the five stars and then say something about the show, about me, about how you found the show. I'd love to hear from you listeners. 
if you go just tweet at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T, um, the thing that I asked earlier, which I can't remember right now, and then just, uh, what's up? Just say hey. Yamatat, um, at Yamatat, and then make, make the tweet with a hashtag, I, I'm a Yamatator. Y-A-M-A-T-A-T-E-R. I'm a Yamatator. <coughs> Just to see, like, who's listening, but also who's listening and would actually take any action to tell other people to listen as well. Um, it'll also be a good experiment to see if anybody tweets at Yamatat, uh, hashtag I'm a Yamatator. You could say other things in the tweet as well, but hashtag I'm a Yamatator is the most important. Again, hashtag I-M-A-Y-A-M-A-T-A-T-E-R. You can throw in hashtag Yamatat. Hashtag Yamatat, hashtag I'm a Yamatator. But if you do that and reach out, I'll respond to them. If you email yamatatpodcast at gmail.com, I'll respond to it. Um, especially having these solo episodes. If I have um, any listeners who are like, hey, will you shout me out? It's my birthday. Or like, hey, I heard about this podcast, it's really cool, or hey, thanks for directing me to this show, or (laughs) any kind of communication back and forth could be dope. That was, I mean, one of the original reasons I started podcasts, because I I just went, I want to have my own radio show where I just talk and maybe people listen to it on the internet. What the fuck? And now I see um, emails and ads for, like, seminars on how to start a podcast. I'm like, whoa. I'm so glad I started one when I did. This is 239, everyone. 260 will be five years of doing my podcast um, uninterrupted. I've never missed a week. And 239. Um, what could I call this episode? <laughs> Damn, I think I made a bunch of the same, or a couple of the same commercial uh, comparisons. <laughs> the Charmin Bears? Did I talk about them yet? It's weird that they're staying in hotels, and it's weird that they bring their own to- toilet paper with them. I have a theory that they're staying in hotels because of deforestation. And then... Like, they're bringing their own toilet paper, which is made out of trees which were cut down in their own forest? Maybe? Is that why they're so attached to the Charmin? Because they're like, it comes from trees, and we used to scratch our backs and, like, like, rub our asses on trees. And now the trees are 
chopped down and in this portable form in our hands and so we rub it against our faces it's weird it's 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 maybe like a form of uh trauma that the charmin bears are traumatized that they are now having to stay in hotels and probably sublets uh, because of deforestation and then all they have left to remind them of the forest is this toilet paper this remnant of trees which was a memory of their home and now their home is gone and so I think I just went in a circle all they have is the part of the tree Ooh, from their neighborhood <laughs> Oh, fuck. I got dark. I bet... Oh, man. If Charmin went, like, really crazy with their commercials, I bet you their sales would go up because people would just be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't care any... I don't care about Cottonelle at all. Scott Toilet Paper? Go fuck yourself. That Like, Charmin's funny. But they're just, like, rubbing toilet paper on their face. And the best they've come up with is... What? Uh, wait a minute. This is getting a little weird. And it, that could be because the tweet that I sent out where I'm just like, why the fuck? Like, why the fuck are you saying, oh, no, terrible toilet paper. I'll never get clean. Don't worry. I brought some. And then also they changed it from terrible toilet paper at one point to flat toilet paper. All toilet paper is flat. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> Commercial. Even if there's ripples in it, it's still flat. It's not like you're... You're uh, uh, scraping a topographical map across your ass. <laughs> Ooh, I got a little chunk of mountain there. That hurt. Ooh, ouch. But, but yeah, I, 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 I have an episode of the podcast called Commercial Success. I'm pretty sure. And... Uh, I probably made some of the same or a couple of the same uh, commercial bits. But for those of you who are new, for any for anyone starting on this episode and you made it this far, holy shit. Thank you for listening. And also feel free to go back and listen to the previous episodes. They're all online. They're all on my website, yamatat.com, y-a-m-a-t-a-t.com slash podcast dot html. You can go and listen directly from the website. You can download it off of my webpage. You don't have to download it from iTunes or Stitcher or any app because I made it so that anybody, anyone, anywhere could just search my podcast and listen to it. And I mean, at its, at its base, Podcasting is a way to reach out. And it, it, and it certainly is new radio. Like radio... Oh boy, I don't know what the future of radio... I mean, podcasting is the future of radio, but it's just like another medium where it's like, yeah, we're doing whatever the fuck we want and releasing it whenever the fuck we want and having our own show and then... Some podcasts get sponsorships and companies reach out to them and go, hey, if you mention our shit and then people mention your shit while they buy our shit, then we'll give you some money when people buy our shit. But 
That would be great. Yeah. Again, Mountain Dew and 7-Eleven calling you out because if there were two companies to sponsor my podcast, it would be them. Uh, get a Mountain Dew concierge. Have a uh, a button that reorders more Mountain Dew for me when I run out, or when I'm about to run out. Because you don't want to when you when you drink soda, you don't want to run out and then you're like, oh, I'm out. I gotta go to the store because you're like, fuck. Well, could have prepared for this a little better. But yeah, if if Mountain Dew was like, all right, Doug, put up or shut up. Are you really going to tell people to drink Mountain Dew? Use this code. Yamatat. When you buy anything Mountain Dew online, you'll get 10% off your first offer. (laughs) First offer? Your first uh, purchase. 10% off is the offer. All right, I'm getting tired. (laughs) And also, I said I was going to end this like 15 minutes ago. So again, uh, really glad you came. Bandcamp.com, dougathan.deviantart.com, yamatat.com, slash podcast.html, mockboymedia.wordpress.com, m-o-q-boymedia.wordpress.com. You can get there from my blog. You can get to my YouTube from my blog. You can get to my show calendar from my blog. You can get to... Um, my blog did I say my show calendar from my blog or from my website anyway again it's it's late well it's getting late and I'm rambling and I'd like for this episode to be as cohesive as possible so This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And I'll figure out the title later. Later.